Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Welcome to the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm so happy to welcome and introduce you to my guest today. Welcome, Jody Silverman. Well, thank you, Wendy. I'm so glad to have you here. Happy to be here. Jody Silverman is a certified life coach, speaker, and community builder with a 20-year track record of transforming ideas into success. Jody believes that living your daring life begins with challenging ourselves outside of our comfort zones and is the most direct route to fulfillment. She has inspired thousands of women around the country to live their own daring lives through direct sales, her Moms Who Dare membership community, and as a speaker. When not engaging and creating experiences for her community, Jody enjoys reading, tennis, and hanging out with her family. And if there's a fire pit and a nice cocktail involved, even better. Aha, I love it. We got to have some fun, don't we? You're busy. Yes. Yes, yes. But the fire pit and a nice cocktail are my two favorite things. <laughs> are they? That's lovely. I'm glad to hear that. That's fun. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. so happy to have you here. And I'm really excited about your expertise uh, and, and for you to introduce yourself to um, my community. And yeah. my question for you today is how do you, how do you um, encourage mothers to be happy when their teenagers are not happy? How do we do that? All right. So great question. And I, I just want to acknowledge first, Wendy, that when our children are struggling, whether they are just being difficult with us or they are actually going through their struggles, it will affect moms. It has to affect us. We, we love them deeply. We care. They hurt. We hurt. However, what I have learned over the years through my personal experience as a mom, now as an empty nester, and through my coaching and my own personal growth journey is that you can, a mom can have an experience, happiness and joy, even while holding space with sadness, frustration, and anger. You can have both of those emotions all in the same space. And, and I think one of the biggest misconceptions or the biggest um, lies or untruths we tell ourselves as moms is that we're not allowed to be happy and joyful if something difficult and sad is happening with our family, with our children. I mean, I think, I think it's a should. Like, we should be visibly sad outwardly expressing how upset we are. It's a should thing. Otherwise, you know, maybe we'll be perceived as not caring or loving or empathetic. And, and look, look, I felt, I felt um, victim to that thought process as well. And there is no should. And you can go on with your life and have long periods of happiness and joy while struggles with your children. It's okay. That's the first thing I want to tell you. It's okay to be okay even when things aren't all okay. Right. And I think the word that you use that I, um, is it's uh, the victim. We think as moms that we have to be victim 
like you said, we have to be down in the mouth and we have to be, woe is me. We have to tell all the people all the time about how sad my life is. And that's just not true because it doesn't do anybody any good. No. And, and, you know, I, I can, I share, share this, this was one like big aha moment for me when I realized, you know, it, it doesn't have to, I don't have to be a victim and that my kids aren't doing anything to me. Because like my, my daughter was a very difficult little little girl from like birth to nine years old. And I used to wonder, why is she doing these things to me? And I would like to offer a shift in perspective that, you know, our kids and life, they're not doing anything to us. Rather, they're doing something for us. So I had a moment in, in my son's um, late teens, early 20s, where it was a struggle. We weren't really... Um, getting along very well. He was struggling with some emotional stuff and and I wasn't handling it very well. And I remember one day just crying, saying, why is this happening to me? I'm a good mom. I've done everything right. I gave him a loving hustle. And in that moment, I stopped myself because here I am, I'm an MTNS life coach, supporting moms through one of their most difficult life transitions that presents so many more challenges, but it's still a great place to be. And in that moment, I stopped myself. I remember, I can see myself alone in my house and I remember saying, no, this is hard. He's hurting, I'm hurting, but he, not, this is not happening to me. What am I supposed to be learning here? And I dug into my belief and my faith that everything happens to us for a reason mm-hmm. and that there is a, a, a gift in every mess mm-hmm. and there's a lesson to be learned. And I thought, okay, so... What am I supposed to be learning through this journey? And it led me to believe that I am growing as a mom. I am learning how to be a mom of an adult child who is struggling. I am also learning how to better serve and support my community for my business. That was a gift to me as a life coach to bring that experience in. And I also went and said, well, what is, what is Daniel supposed to be learning from this? Or if it was my daughter, what is it, Ellie? And I would bring to my awareness, okay, so... He is learning something for himself and I am learning for my, and in that moment, the whole victim of why me, why me went away. And I approached every conflict, every stress moment from that forward that would pop up because there's always going to be something with kids as an opportunity of learning and growing, learning about me, learning more about my child and learning what I can do moving forward with that lesson. And that just relieved so much. And it did create this space for me to find joy and happiness, even when things were tough. Yeah, I can I, I, thinking about my experiences with my older children. And now I have a couple more that are coming down the chute here. And um, I'm definitely a, a, a more effective, better, happier mother, I guess I would say, with these last two than I was. Because mm. society, I don't know what it is, does teach us that complain, complain, complain. I'm done mm. complaining to scarcity. I don't do, I don't want scarcity in my life. I want abundance. Mm. And I think that, like, talk about gratitude. How, how is gratitude so important in being happy? Mm. Well, that's finding gifts in the mess. Mm-hmm. There are always gifts in the mess. It's a call it what you want. When one door closes, one door opens, opportunity knocks, when adversity comes, whatever those expressions are we all grew up with, I call them gifts in the mess. And it's finding those gifts in the little moments of life in the mess at that moment. But it's also, I also wanted to share, there's also, um, I read this in my favorite book series, which is um, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff book series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Dave, don't sweat the small stuff for moms. Don't sweat the small stuff for family. And the basic one, don't sweat the small stuff because it's all just small stuff. There is an amazing excerpt in there about expecting it to spill. When you have teenagers, things are going to happen. They are going to push back because they're supposed to. They are entering a world where they're trying to discover who they are, how they can insert their own independence, but yet they're still not adults. And so they're going to push, push, so expect it to spill. And that basically means expect stuff's going to happen, good, bad, and ugly. And just be ready, expect it, and be ready to show up as that mom, as that coach and advisor for them, and support them, and Find your own group of fellow moms or your therapist or a coach or a community where you don't go and complain, but you can go and say, okay, I'm experiencing this. What tips do you have for me? That's different than complaining. My teenager is doing this. Does anybody else experience this? If so, what did you do? Give me your top three tips. But expecting it to spill versus feeling like a victim to it, it's going to happen. It's like, it's like when you take your toddler out to eat, and I think this is the example of the book, and your toddler, you get them a cup of milk without a lid, and they knock it over, and we're freaking out. You watch the mom, and they're totally freaking out at this kid, and the question is, you gave a toddler a cup of milk without a lid. What did you expect was going to happen? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the expected to spill allows you to... to just, it's happening. Something's going to happen. Yeah. It's not sitting there waiting with dread and for it to, but just knowing that things will happen and you are going to be okay. And so is your child. All, all these things I've learned so much lately about expectations mm. um, and that expectations are, are, I should say, unmet expectations is where the contention is. I would say that all the wars of the world, ever from the beginning to the end, all are about unmet expectations. Yeah. <laughs> I well, simplify it. Because expectations involve more than one person. Right. And most of us have our own view, our own set of expectations, and we haven't gotten buy-in from the other party. Exactly. So if they don't agree to the expectations, if they're not part of setting those expectations, somebody's going to end up in the valley of suffering. Yeah, I mean, because you have expectations and then you have, you know, what what the other people want as well. The, and then in between there is that valley of suffering if you don't bring the two together. So if you have an expectation around, you know, how you feel your child should run their Monday through Friday week because it's a school, they're all school nights and you have expectations around what, prioritizing work and play and sleep time. Then you sit down with your teenage child, son or daughter, and you say, okay, listen, this is what I see. This is what I see as priority Monday through Friday. How do you feel about that? What do you think is a fair bedtime? When do you think it's fair to go do this and that uh, homework versus, you know, being on your computer or playing your video games with your friends? Let's set boundaries and expectations together. Then... When your teenager doesn't do something, you can say, well, wait a minute, we agreed together that this is what we're going to do. It's not your fault. It's not, it's, it's, we agreed together that this is the way it was going to be. And I held my part of the bargain. You're not upholding your part of the bargain. So what are we going to do with that? Right. Yeah. I, I think that's very wise um, communication, connection, all of those things for sure make a difference. You have to, 
you have to talk to your people, right? Yeah. I call them my people. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't do that. I didn't do that with my kids with teens. I wish my kids are 27 and 24, Wendy, and I, I didn't have any of this. We didn't have podcasts. We didn't have Facebook groups. I didn't do it all the right way. I was in the Valley of Suffering a lot. I've learned a lot. And the great thing about um, tapping into communities of moms in all different stages of life is that, you know, you can get your playbook. You can find, you can talk to me, a mom who is where you're about to be going, or you can talk to a mom who's right where you are. Because when we are, when we become moms, we're not given a playbook. There's no playbook, but other community, community for moms are playbooks. So if you're not, if you, I've had the teenage years, so let's talk, come to my community and let's talk and, and ask your questions and I'll give you life lessons I've learned, you take them and do what you want with them. But it's great. It's great. It's great to have community. Moms need community. We've thrived in community since the day they put that child in our arms. That's true. That's beautiful. Um, thank you so much. This has been in, it, really enlightening for me. I love learning from my guests. I'm like, oh, I can be a better mom today. Um, <laughs> more and more, everyone listening to this podcast, they're good moms and they have oh. hope that they can um, connect with, it, especially their teenager and connect with them and love on them and break free from societal, um, ex not expectations, but just the traditions of society to be a victim. We're not victims. We're hopeful and we are making great changes. So I'm really thankful that you were able to come on and, and talk about this today. And I wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit more about your speaker series that you have. Yes. So I curate and host virtual speaker series, hopefully in person coming soon. Um, it's a five-day virtual speaker series. It's called Emptiness, Loss, or Opportunity. And it's for the mom, the woman, the person you get to become now. Whether you are still a mom of younger kids, middle school, high school, or you are an empty nester. This is a speaker series for all moms. It's over 15 experts, coaches that come together and have about a 20 minute conversation. We recorded video and audio about some aspect of life to help you learn, grow, and discover who you get to become as your kids grow and become who they are becoming. So that's happening now, I mean, registration's open now, and um, the actual speaker series will run five days, the 25th to 29th, and it's virtual. You get, you register for the free event, it's free, and you get an email each day of, this, of the series with that particular day's speaker's video and recording. It's great. And we do have a lot more going on that week over in the Monster Dare Facebook group, but the speaker series is, is packed with value. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That's exciting. Um, so tell our listeners where they can find you. Uh, the best place, I mean, at the Facebook group, Moms Who Dare. It's a private Facebook group. Okay. And um, it's all about connection, support, and experiences. Wonderful. And that's a great place to come because that's where we host our speaker series as well. We oh. have a lot of Facebook daily lives happen there. As speakers come and talk to you. So that's a great place. And my website, jodysilverman.com, is the next best place. Perfect. So, um, that's great. And we'll have all of the links to find Jody in the show notes. So you just have to go there and you'll find all of the information. Thank you guys all for listening. And thank you, Jody, again, for being on the podcast. It was wonderful to have you. Oh, thanks for having me, Wendy. 
so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.